The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It was an amazing year for the 38th edition of the Fringe Festival. More than 147,000 tickets were purchased, generating $1.4 million for the artists. And that lands uh, total box office revenue at $1.72 million. That's up 18% from last year. Joining us is Murray Utis, the uh, artistic director for the Fringe. Hey, Murray, how are you? I really well. I'm a little tired, though, i got to say. <laughs> I bet your voice sounds a little gravelly, too. <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. Man, oh, man. Uh, th- those numbers, you must be just thrilled. Well, I, all summer long, we just haven't seen the sun. And every festival has had that rain come. We had the rain join us as well through ours. I didn't know how it was all going to turn out. And I was sort of like, mm, I don't know if we're going to see the growth that mm. we've been seeing over the last few years. And then that was just knocked right down. I can't believe where it actually ended up. It's really, really, um, I- I'm so happy for the artists. And uh, and it's just, uh, just a shout out to our community. Wow, they just <laughs> rallied and went and saw some shows. Uh, did you, you know, I always find it, what was it, 258 shows this year, 50 yeah. different venues. Gosh, I don't even know what kind of flow chart you have to kind of coordinate that, Murray, but <laughs> but, good, but good on you. Um, you know, the quality of the shows. I mean, what were you hearing about people's reactions to what they saw, what they took in? I think there's a lot of really different flavors out there for everyone. It's just like there's all kinds of stories coming, and it's really um, exciting to see that, that, that that's happening more and more, and that there's a lot of new shows, a lot of new work that was happening out there as mm-hmm. well that people were very excited about, you know? And, and a bit of the celebrity showed up this year as well, which, <laughs> I mean, uh, that, that's going to be one thing, but they still got to stick to our ticket price, and that's great. <laughs> I mean, so, you know... Sure, bring on some stars. They're going to be 13 bucks a ticket, man, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, has that happened quite often in the past, or was that a new type of thing this year, and are you hoping that that might grow next year? Does it all depend on the luck of the draw? It really just does come down to um, the, the, the creativity of the artists themselves. Like, how are they going to uh, bring things to the to, to the table this time around? A, lo- a lot of... Um, uh, there's a lot of artists that are born out of the festival that go on to say some 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 theater fame, some film and TV work, and that kind of thing. But to see it happening the other way is something that's just mm. like we just haven't seen. But I think it also speaks volumes to um, what our festival is and how it's making noise across the country as well. When people are looking at the Edmonton International Bridge Theater Festival, yeah, and uh, yeah, you've been doing this what five years now, going into year six. You betcha. Year yeah. six. What's next? Um, that's a very, very good question. I think we're starting to look at um, what sort of elements that we can uh, we can think about activating art. Art's always a very um, uh, uh, what's coming next. Is there a visual component to add to the fringe? Do we start to look at that? Do we start to look at installations outside of our venues and then a geocache to get you know <laughs> from from visual art to visual art? That kind of idea. Maybe there's a little bit of something in there. Just some way to get more art happening, I'm all about it. Was there anything, um, you know, that jumped out at you uh, this year that was like, oh, yeah, that was a really great first-time idea, idea and it kicked butt? Uh, th- that, the randomizer, it took a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say it was a first-year idea, but man, oh, man, we would seeded the idea about taking a chance, and it exploded this mm-hmm. year. Last year, did about 39000 in sales. This year, well over 100000 dollars in sales from people just shaking the magic eight ball and having a <laughs> show just kick out and away they went and took a ticket and took that chance uh, was there uh, any lessons learned uh, this year um i think that our community is open to some some big philosophical conversations about 
all kinds of things. And I think that we, as the fringe, um, uh, can be a place where those conversations can happen. Mm. And I think people are ready to have them, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that really stood out with just sort of like, when the festival's on itself, it just moves so fast, right? So it's yeah. hard to think about it in that way. But it's like, going, well, maybe we start to think about it in front of it and having conversations leading in and just, you know, really opening ourselves up to what changes out there right now. You know what, Marie? I think it was about halfway through the fringe, there was an incident on stage and, um, you know, uh, where a patron... Um, and the, the 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 actor in question, you know, he stopped. There was a question about uh, assault, that sort of thing, or unwanted uh, touching, that sort of thing. Are you are you comfortable? Are you are you pleased with how your organization handled that? Yeah, there's um, and that's exactly it. It's it's one of those things where, when it comes to the relationship between the artist and the audience, especially in an you know an audience participation and comedy, you, you take a comedy, you take a late night show, you take a late night show um, uh, that's on the, a bit on the risque side. It, it just because you come up on the stage, the, the, we got to be able to check in with each other and really, really have this conversation about what that means, you know. But you also got to know where you're at. You got to know you're at a late night comedy show. Like yeah. crazy stuff can happen. So it's a really interesting balance. But again, I think it's worth checking in with each other and it's worth having conversations well but I, yeah. I, I i believe our organization and i really appreciated the artist owning what went down and said yeah. you know what that was maybe just a bit too much on my part and i'm sorry about that I even apologized right to the audience in that moment so i think it was it was good in that way you know everybody acknowledged that this is what's going on but let's 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 keep it going. Let's keep checking in with each other. You well, know? and you know what, Murray? Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily, um, you know, <laughs> it maybe didn't want to have that conversation given the circumstances, but it, it, it the conversation started. Um, and isn't that where arts has always been? Art is something, it's, you know, thought-provoking. It, it, it is a conversation starter, and it doesn't matter, you know, what show you go see. Maybe it's a funny show. Maybe it's a thought-provoking show, whatever it is. That's one of the wonderful things about art or theater or music is is that it, it, it gets people talking. And, and they can yes. be different, and it can be very difficult conversations, right? You bet. And the fringe even takes that just a little bit further, right? There's a lot of experimental, there's a lot of pushing boundaries that are happening there and we've got to be able to understand that line where art is actually asking the questions for you to be able to have the conversations not necessarily you don't have to agree with it or whatever but it could cause you to be able to go hmm that's, mm. that's thought i want to talk about that so um I, and i think fringe is a really great place for those conversations to start to be seated and people to have them you know murray i gotta ask you a question i'm gonna put you on okay. the spot here a little sure. bit did you see any shows Yes, I did. I, I, I get out and I have to um, curate the holdovers. Okay. Right? So we've got shows running from Wednesday to Saturday this weekend. And I went and found four really incredible pieces. One is a performance for the ages. There ain't no more. This guy is, I can't even explain how incredible. What is performer. it? Um, so he, uh, he's, he's talking about a, a, a folk legend um, out of Arkansas and he plays all these different characters he's gonna and he plays all the instruments that he has on stage he's mm. got a banjo he's got a guitar he's got an accordion he's got a harmonica and he is singing as an old man he's singing as a woman like it's amazing what he does and the, and the, and the ability that he mm. throws through there there's a throwback show that I found like back in the 90s when I used to perform in the old days <laughs> we did a bunch of weird shows all the time and I found a throwback to just that kind of idea but it's a brand new show um, called Reality Crack it also is just like 
this is the fringe. And I feel like if you were to come to the holdovers, say you miss all the fringe, yep. you come to the holdovers, you will see what you could expect to find when you come to the festival. I gave you a slice in four different shows. The other one, TEDx RFT. These guys take slides that they make for each other. Neither one sees it. They set up the scenario, ask the audience to give us some ideas, and they do a TED Talk on, and start flicking slides, <laughs> and they're actually jamming slides. And, of course, they're just trying to mess each other up. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing and brilliant, and the artistry that these two have in delivering these TED Talks is not only going to have you laughing like crazy, but also going to be like, wow, it's very impressive. And uh, then rounding it all out is a brand new young playwright coming out of Toronto. He's uh, um, incredible. Like this kid is going places, and it's a hard story. And the way that he tells it, and the and the care that he gives in it, man, mm-hmm. boom. So there you go. You want to come see the Fringe? Come check out those four shows, and that'll get you ready for the next 260 that are coming next year. You know, FringeTheater.ca. If you go to the website, check out the Holdover series. You can find out uh, when they're on and uh, when you can get the tickets. All that sort of thing. Um, what is it, Murray? I mean, it's it's 38 years. It's uh, legendary. Um, and you're lucky to be a, a huge part of it for the past number of years. What is it about the fringe that just that just gets so much support? That is just you know why it has such a legacy. So I think that there's two parts to that. I think one of them is that it is such a unique phenomenon where an artist and audience engagement is immediate. Mm-hmm. You could be seeing the show. And then minutes later in the beer tent, colliding with that artist, <laughs> being able to just have that conversation. And that sort of symbiotic relationship, man, that is like one of the things that makes it magic. Mm. And, and, and I think the other has to do with um, it's a community festival. The community feels so um, um, a part of the decision. When I make changes... Wow, I hear about it, you know? <laughs> and I like that. I really, really do. Because people are like, they care. They've got opinions. They've got thoughts. They feel like they are truly a part of this event that happens in Edmonton. So I would say it's probably a combination of those two things. Well, Murray, congratulations uh, to you, to your entire team, to everyone, to all of the actors, volunteers, you name it, who put on another incredibly successful Fringe Festival. Looking forward to seeing uh, what happens next year. Get some rest and rest that throat, will uh, yeah? I will do just that. You bet. Take Thank care now. Much. All right, okay. Murray Utis joining us this afternoon. He is, uh, of course, the artistic director at the Edmonton Fringe Festival. Did you get down there? Did you go to any of the shows? We did our show uh, live there on, on Friday afternoon, and always great to see the people coming in, walking by. always love walking by all of the walls that have all of the... Um, all of the um, all of the, uh, what do you call them, the posters for all of the shows. I think that's really cool. And like 258 shows, that's a lot. You had a lot of choice. I know a lot of my friends uh, took in uh, quite a bit. And I want to just say a big thank you to every Ched uh, listener who popped by on, on Friday afternoon. It was great to talk with uh, with uh, Nelson. And thank you for the beautiful plaque that you had made for me. I want a big shout out to Shirley as well, to Kelly and Dale. My gosh, it was great to see you all in person.